0: Do-do-do-do-do, Dave and Phil, 50 shows.
1: Welcome to the Press Conference Podcast. This is our 50th episode. Exciting times. My name's Philip, and I'm here with my co-host, Dave. How's it, How's going? it going, man?
2: I'm good. 50 episodes. Can you believe it? I don't, I actually don't believe it.
1: It's actually like 54 or something, but <laughs> I think we uh, we just changed the numbering for a few.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I think the first episode's like a trailer, so that doesn't really count. The
1: trailer doesn't count. We did the point two fucking, I don't even know yeah, how, what else we, we did. But, episodes wow. and- 50 episodes. 50 episodes. Fifty planned
2: episodes. Uh,
1: some are great, in my opinion.
0: Yep.
1: Some are horrible. <laughs> but uh, I'm just, yeah, fuck. I'm proud. We did, we did, we've done 50 ones, ones, fifty big ones. Yeah.
2: I've learned a lot. I think we've we've been through a few different changes in in formats, and I think we're really, I'm really happy with where we are now. I think. I
1: have, like, I love doing the mixtapes. I love doing. The way we interview bands and talk to them, it just is fun music chat. It doesn't feel like you know I'm reading quote like we read questions, but it doesn't feel like I'm reading a magazine or listening to a magazine. And it's just the stories we've heard are just some of my favorite things I've ever done. And I've been to, to some amazing shows, I've met some amazing people, but yeah, honestly, some of the most rewarding stuff has come from this pod. So can't believe we did it fifty.
2: Yeah, it's um, it's just absolutely. I'm just so proud of how we've been able to connect with people about music, yeah. and it's what we kind of aimed for when we we kind of decided to to start recording ourselves and and putting stuff out. Is just we wanted to talk about music, and it's just so yeah. much fun.
1: And what what a way to end on number fifty, right? Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> <laughs> Our jokes still suck, but that's okay. <laughs> who we brought to you? who we brought to you? uh wait who is bring what who are we sponsored by today david oh yeah
2: to- <laughs> this episode is brought to you by um uh, stiff cut records and the dream division uh so when this comes out there'll be a couple of orders out ready to go we've got agnes Manners' new album um that is called peace and why i didn't think i deserved it or really needed it anyway so that's out when this episode comes out so Listen to this and then listen to that or vice versa if you like. There's also a repress of Crooked Royals that's going to be live as well. So if you missed out on that on the first run, that is now available again. And good. And celebrating the one-year anniversary of Stiff Cup Records and the Dream Division. So that's very exciting for them. Wait, how many? One year? One year. Wait, they've only
1: been even doing that for one year? Yes. What the fuck? Really? Yeah,
2: this is jam-packed with releases. That's sick. But yeah, congratulations on the one year, fellas. Um, we've been here since day one. It's gone super quick. And um, yeah, go and check them out if you haven't. Um, yeah, it's been a great partnership so far.
1: Love it. Uh, today, we had Ricky and Jai from Saving Face on. You'll hear them on the other side. Uh, we won't fucking ramble on too much now but um just want to say dave it's been a pleasure doing 50 with you came for the next 50 and um enjoy our chat with uh, ricky and jai from saving face all right so we are here with uh ricky and jai from saving face how's it going boys
3: hey fellas thanks for having us on
2: thanks for coming on. hello (laughs) (laughs) don't get shy now (laughs) dry uh
1: it's we finally got you on dry this is uh this is the first step to uh getting you on for your own mixtape
4: yeah well i uh spent probably 15 hours trying to put 10 songs together uh it's honestly one of the hardest things i've ever had to do in my life not an easy thing it needs to be more than 10 you got to change the format 20 songs 20 songs or you need to have like categories where you can pick 10 songs under different categories i reckon I mean like hundred
3: or something. Should we have a Jaws Hottest one hundred spin off?
2: <laughs> we could do that. We could do that. <laughs> well, that's why we have the magic wheel. You could spin the magic wheel and just do the categories on that.
4: Oh, yeah, that's good. It's good.
1: Don't, don't worry. Uh, Dave's been on my ass. He's been trying to get me to get my playlist sorted. And I think I'm still at like twenty four songs or something. <laughs> and I just don't I don't go back to him like fuck, I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, Is some- this
3: doing hundred for the year?
1: No, this is my ten songs for my mixtape or fifteen. We said 15, we'll do because yeah. we're like, fuck. We, we, it's our podcast. We can do fucking fifteen.
3: <laughs> yeah, take as many as you
2: want. Mine's gathering uh, dust. so I'm gonna have to change it. I think. Well, the
1: only reason we said ten was because I think we originally had one hour of music, um, and then Nick Simo came on, and I think we recorded <laughs> for like three or four hours
4: that night because <laughs> it's just like an hour of songs. <laughs> yeah, it ended up blowing out to a long time. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. So what's been going on, fellas? There was a bit of an announcement today as we're recording um, from Dweller Records for you guys. It's pretty exciting.
3: Yeah. Um, I was um, – look, uh, things keep surprising me when they pop up. Um, and so Dweller uh, um, is headed by Chris from The Orphan. Um, I don't know if you guys are checking them out. But if you haven't, definitely do that. Mm. Um, I've been friends with him for years and their band for years um, and uh, my old band actually did a tour with them last, uh, sorry, earlier this year and um, basically he was mentioning, like, I know he's, like, really into, like, his audio and, like, yeah, they all, they all collect records and I know they're heavily into, like, yeah, supporting the local scene and he was, like, sort of saying, oh, I'm a graphic designer, I do, like, a bit of, like, freelance stuff, I want to do, like, you know, like... Pick up another dead format. Like, you know, vinyl's too hard to do. I really like tapes. And he was talking about doing like recycled tapes. And he did the first pilot, which is dollar Records 001, which was their the Orphan. It was their like one of their earliest releases, which I fucked with like in 2017. Before I was even friends with my old, old band, I got onto them. And we were meant to play a show with them, and I was cut because I found these guys on um on Bandcamp and we, my old band couldn't play the show because our guitarist uh, cut his hand open skateboarding. So we never played the show, and I was forever like, fuck, these guys are really cool. I would love to rip a show with them. And then we became friends years later, and then they've released this cassette with, um, released this cassette with their first um, EP on it, and I'm like, this is way too cool. So I bought that earlier this year, and then I didn't know in the background he was like chatting with ABVC about doing our EP, Um and then I think (laughs) I think Pikey let it slip to me like maybe like six weeks ago and I wasn't meant to know because Chris put something on the Dweller Records Instagram being like working on Dweller Records 002 and I'm like, oh, is this our one? And he's like, How the fuck did you know, man? I wanted to tell you (laughs) (laughs) Um So I think Pikey and that ruined the surprise a little bit, but uh, um but no, like yeah, we're doing a limited tape run with Dweller, um of our EP, Comfort in the Grey, which is really cool. He's doing um, one lot of five of turquoise and one lot of five of yellow, um, five of them are going to be online this week and the other five are going to be available at the Gold Records Fair on the 18th of November. So yeah, it's cool. He's getting out there and I hope that he's going to be doing a few more releases after us, which is exciting.
2: Yeah. I, was, I um, I saw something from the orphan. I think we've spoken to Dan maybe. To Dan? Yep. Yeah. So Dan and, um, yeah, tracked Dweller down and they've got no tapes left. I was a bit shattered because they're, they're really good.
3: Fucking incredible, man. Mm. And,
2: uh, <laughs> oh, it's actually public, so I can
3: say they're, they're recording an album at the moment, um, which is going to be fucking hectic. I've heard, um, some of the stuff and one of the songs, um, there's a song called Lightbulb and when my old band went on tour with them, I thought that was a new song because it's not on their Spotify. Mm. And every time they played it, I was like, "This song is like fucked, like so good. This is this is the best song in your set list. You need to get this song out there." Turns out they have two Spotify's for some glitch, and that <laughs> song was like one of the first songs they ever released, like six years ago. And I've never heard it before just because it was they had a separate Spotify for the orphan. And I asked them about it, and they they. I can't really say too much But yeah The the song might get a feature On something upcoming Of theirs Which I'm fucking pumped Because I love that song so much Yeah Yeah, Keep an eye on The Orphan They've um, Yeah They've got some cool shit Coming out soon
2: Nice
3: And they're the best dudes It makes it better Because they're the best dudes
1: Nice I know Dave You got excited When you heard about the tapes Because You've kind of uh, The last year I reckon you've been like Yeah Vinyl's cool But what's cooler than that? Tapes Yeah
2: (laughs) I love the screamo stuff. I get a lot of the screamo stuff on tape, so yeah, I'm I've got an alarm set. So five's not many. I reckon they won't last long. So no,
1: Ooh. I reckon there's a, there's a few saving face sims. I know where where some of them, but I've seen a few now at the shows, and I'm like, fuck, we got to compete with them now. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> nah, you guys are the OGs. You guys been in our corner since since you worked out that I was the vocalist, and I bought records off you. I can't. I remember the day I was like, fuck Dave. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this guy's this guy. I was like, fuck, I feel like such an idiot, but And I was looking up and I was like Cause like when I buy records, like I'm pretty much pretty honest. I'm like, if I don't have much money to throw a record, I'll be like, hey, this is what I'm comfortable with paying. Like, I know it's a luxury. If you don't want to if that's below your what you're comfortable with, then I don't want to do the deal with you. But if this is where I am, if you want to work with me, like let's let's do it. And and I scrolled up and I was like, Thank fuck I'd never been like, you know, drunk on a night out and been like 50 bucks and just like really, not that I'd ever do that, but I was like, I scrolled up and I'm like, oh, thank fuck I've been nice to this guy since day one because <laughs> I bought, I bought a was I also bought, did we click when I bought the Touche record off you? I think you bought a bunch, yeah, you bought that. Every you bought time a I bunch die. of shit.
1: You bought a bunch of stuff over the time. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Wow. yeah. And I was like, I fucking know you. And you're like, I don't fucking know you. Yeah.
1: Well, the same thing yeah. with Dave and I, when we met. Well, we met after and they bought, sold me records and I was like, who's this guy? Um, and I was like, oh, he didn't, he didn't stitch me up. He gave me a good price. So it's, it's good.
3: <laughs> Let's start a podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what what was the inception of the podcast for you guys? We were
2: playing Fortnite and talking about <laughs> music. So we were like, yep. we should
1: record this. We, we were literally playing video games a lot through like lockdown. Yeah. Um, I think when I moved to Sydney after that first year in Melbourne, um, I came to Sydney and I was like, how the fuck do you meet people in a new city in lockdown? Um, and I found ABVC, their group. And mm-hmm. um, someone in there was like, oh, I'm going to do a, a trivia one night. And I was like, fucking get the questions together. If people want to join, jump on. And I think there were probably like 15, 20 people on there. Um, bunch of random people from all over the country. Um, and then there was a group chat that started. And then that group chat made another group chat. And then it just got smaller and smaller. And then, yeah now that's pretty much it
3: wow so those,
1: that was literally <laughs> happened through abc all of it happened through yeah most people that we talk to in music now except for like you know obviously friends from back in the day are through vinyl in some way
3: yeah it's cool man like i saw the post um that nick um uh, how do you pronounce it simerson is that how you say his last name
1: I was calling
3: Nick Simmer. Yeah. Th- Nick Simmer. <laughs> yep. I saw the part, like, I didn't know you guys or knew him as well. Like, that's so cool. Like, it's all through record collecting into the music scene.
2: Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. He's so and much, it's like he, so much yeah. cool shit. And, like, so he's just been cool really good at just, like, pointing us in the right directions and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, he was one of the first people I became friends with through Rave VC. Yeah.
3: Because he, um, he works for Merch Warfare, right? Is that right? Is so. it one of those companies? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like he's obviously in, pretty much in the know with all that sort of stuff. So like, I just assume he'd be a good guy to go to for advice. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually mean, asked
1: him about this. Like, he actually hooked us up with our first intro yeah. nearly three years ago. Three, cool. years, three years ago, three years a while ago. ago. Yeah. Um, Is that
4: the intro that you have now?
1: Nah. What What's the need. intro you have now? That's a finding better health track.
4: It's fucking so sick. Yeah. <laughs> can, you, can, you shoot me a, can you shoot me a link to it?
3: Yeah, I'll shoot you a link. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, uh, do you like Finding Better Health, Phil? Yeah, big fan, big fan. <laughs> really? I
1: would not have picked that. <laughs> well, I remember, yeah, like, we had them on a while ago, and then I was like, do you reckon I could ask them on just to be like, can we just have your song as an intro? <laughs> uh, but they were cool about it. Yeah, they're the best. Um, absolutely hanging to see them again. Um, but, yeah, it's a good track. i I'll send it over. Sick. Um. But so talking about stuff that's been going on. So we saw you boys, was it last weekend? Uh, well, the weekend before this weekend episode before. came out um, at your EP launch. How was that for you guys?
3: Go on, Jai. Go on,
1: Jai.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this we can't talk about one or all
1: fucking episode. Let Jai just sit there having a beer in the background.
4: <laughs> yeah, it was fun, man. It was, uh, yeah, it was really sick. Uh, a lot of anxiety leading up to it. I mean... We booked a really small venue. We were thinking, like, we don't know if anyone's going to come, so we booked a five-band five band bill. Um, So at least in a small room we'd be playing to some people. Um, And then it fucking sold out, and we could not believe it, could not believe it. And then I was wigging out at the show thinking, like, is anyone going to come and watch us play? Like, does anyone even care? It ended up being really sick, like, people jumping around and singing along and stage diving and having a great time. So,
3: yeah, like definitely exceeded expectations and how about you ricky how'd you how'd you find it yeah like <laughs> the exact same as dry like i you, like i got yeah I, I played music in band since i was like 15 man probably younger like probably i think the earliest of it was like a school band i was like just started high school my whole life i've been like building up to doing something like this and like yeah it's just local level of success but like if this is our peak, then I'm so content, man. Like I, having like, yeah, the the first part of comprehension, like when in our first song, when it, like the real quiet part was just vocals. Um, when I heard like the room singing along, I was just like, "Fuck!" Like I just took me so off guard. Um, I sort of knew we're on from there. Um, like I assumed people knew our songs, but like I didn't know people like sort of like would had engaged with those songs so much if that sort of made sense like i was expecting a couple of people to sort of do the old standard point at the fucking vocalist sort of shit but like <laughs> yeah seeing people actually really connect with those songs and just having fun man and show up for us was so cool mm. um it's blown my expectations so yeah, I, I had an amazing night um yeah the support bands from start to finish were excellent like they're all bands that we have looked up to and loved in the scene since before we were a band, like, you know, like evergreener, they used to be a band called stand tall. They rebranded like three years ago, two years ago, and put out their first single deciduous. So I've followed them for a long time. Wait, is that who <laughs> they are? I didn't know that. Yeah. Evergreener used to be stand tall. Oh, what the fuck? I no yeah. Idea. I don't know. I didn't ask him about the, the rebrand, but I was, and I sort of only just had them loose there on socials. They'd pop up from time to time. Yeah. A couple of years ago. And then I saw, I think it was Corey, <coughs> um, the backing vocalist guitarist, he posted it in like this title fight shed posting group. And he's like, Hey, my band sounds like title fight. This is our first song deciduous. And I looked and I was like, they're from Melbourne. I'm like, this is way too sick. And then I like scrolled up through the socials, found that they were used to be stand tall. And I was like, no way. Um, yeah. Nice. yeah and like, I just, I've always wanted to play a show with them. And like, when we first, um, Launched, I like pretty much damned like probably 10 of the bands that I liked in Melbourne and was like, Hey, this is our first single. Like, we're not doing much at the moment, but like, we'd love to open a show. Like, let's link up in the future. And they were one of the guys who actually responded to us, and that was cool. So, yeah, first opportunity we got to put on a show where I was like, Yeah, let's get Evergreen on there, sick. Um, and then. Um, yeah I mean Lakeview sort of speak for themselves like they are fucking sick they are literally us but five years younger um, did they brought and, a
1: crowd as well yeah. like those boys were going nice. <laughs> they <laughs> pull, man. they
3: pull I got a feeling they're going to do some really cool shit soon yeah. Um, yeah yeah Lakeview are awesome and I just don't know how Liam sings or screams and plays guitar yeah I don't know it is fucking ridiculous like I can barely do one of those things at one time he can do both and good
1: yeah.
3: Um, so yeah, was, we we played with them with Vermont um, at our first show that you, you were at, mm. um, and we we're just like we have to get these guys on our EP launch. And pretty much just on the night, we we're like, we have booked an EP launch. Do you guys want to play? That's <laughs> um, and then, yeah, same thing with Vermont. Like I followed them for yeah, probably three four years um, since they're a bit more of a different sound. Mm. Um, and then yeah, they put our um, regretting me, which is they call their pop banger. I reckon it fucks so hard. That chorus is so catchy. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, we just yeah they we they headlined the first show we played, and then we're just like straight away like we want to put Vermont on um, if if they'll want to play with us. And they're the biggest fucking legends ever. They just they're just like all of them are the exact same. They just want to have fun. Yeah. But they're, yeah. They're, I just remember this when we first played with them. and They were like. They had like a bottle. They were just drinking a bottle of red before the show, just like preen for it. It was like chill as. It's like yeah, man. We we go out afterwards. We have fun. Like make a yeah. night out of it. They're just like so like nonchalant, it's wicked. Yeah. And then um, yeah. Keepsake's main support was like yeah. fucking like, the boys like we've yeah. <laughs> I low key couldn't um sort of accept the fact that they wanted to play with us at the start because I was like they are like echelons above in the melodic hardcore world. <laughs> Um, so I was really, they've been fucking awesome to us, man, to be short. Sure. Like, yeah, they've been really, um, sort of open arms, sort of like trying to help bring us up into the melodic hardcore scene, mm. being like a far more established band. Um, and we've become really good friends with them. So having them as the main support just made so much sense. And like, they are just so fucking good. Like, yeah, the seeing the crowd turn out for them, for parish fest earlier this year, which yeah. were you there as well, Dave? Yep. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the crowd got into it and knew some of the songs, but like now, like Josh has like fully cemented himself as a vocalist, like having agony and bonk. Like, you remember the start of Agony last Saturday night at our show? Like, the whole fucking room is just jumping on him. Like, when he starts, like, the, the first part of the intro, like, yeah, the response. And even speaking to Josh after that, he said the response at our show compared to Parrish, like, way more people knew the words. So yeah. I was like, that's cool. So it's I think good to see he had them
1: one just come out, I feel.
4: Or it was
3: like yeah, a, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It was about to come oh, out. Like I it 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 was, came out. it was.
4: It was. before before it came out. Yeah, that
1: like, was yeah. before. And yeah. I remember, yeah, like that song when that came out, I was like, "This is the best keepsake song yet."
4: Yeah, dude. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, stargazing slaps. And I think the guitars and that just are awesome, but that the agony just fucking the best. It's
4: dude,
0: now dude, the second.
3: Honest, it's man. now the second best song. Well, on Spotify, <laughs> yeah. I think to be honest, I think Agony will be my most played Spotify song um of the year. Boy, I, I, I I don't reckon there's been more than two days I haven't listened to it since it came out. It's such a good song. Yeah. Um I remember when we all first heard Josh's voice, we were like in the group chat like fuck this guy's sick. Like I think Ben's like he sounds like the guy from Sierra. Like we were just like yeah what a yeah. what a cool sort of rebrand. Um yeah I'm really keen to see what they do next. He's just got so much energy. Like
0: fucking nuts. <laughs> He's
3: you see, he was doing stretches in the playing. They were playing pool before they went on, and he's full doing like laying on his back, doing like stretches, like pulling his yeah. like like legs to his face, and he's doing like wall rides. Like that's sick. Yeah, he was he was preparing for battle, and the and the um and Buff Chris, Buff Chris, who does the fucking power kicks, he was full. Yeah, he's doing the stretches as well. Yeah. So it's like if either of these guys connects you with a, a leg, you 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 going down. Yeah. What about
4: the Parkway cover? <laughs> oh, fucking
3: right. Hell, Parkway
1: cover was so unexpected. Yeah, uh, I know they were putting it on socials throughout the day, and I was like, "Fuck, surely not!" But the fact that everyone got that rowdy for it, Mike grabs going fucking everywhere, uh,
4: fucking Nick Simo, man, he's got he's got, of it. but yeah, it was wild. Ricky G'd me up the day before. He's like, "Keep taking, like gonna play Boneyards. They don't have a drummer for it. Can you play it?" I'm like. Fuck, I haven't played it since my year 12 exam But yeah, alright, I'll do it So I prepped all day for it And then uh, didn't need yeah, to do it in the end Did you guys talk
3: which, about it at the gig or did, was it discussed? Yeah,
4: just just before they said He's like, no, we're all good, man
3: <laughs> uh, yeah. So
4: ba- thanks for that, Ricky
3: <laughs> well, We were in the group Because Chris messaged me there like Hey, do any of you guys know how to play Boneyards on bass? And I'm like I don't know if our bass tunes as low as you guys Like, no, we've got a pitch modifier, it's fine and I asked the guys, none of them knew. And I said, look, none of them know how to do it. And then he goes, does Jai know how to play it on drums? Because Kofi can play it on bass and we'll get Jai on drums. Uh. And Jai was like, oh, I haven't played it since my music recital. When, when was it, Jai? When did you play it last? Like my HSC exam. Was that the song you played for your HSC?
4: One of them, yeah. I played, I played three Parkway songs and like some, <laughs> some jazz song.
2: Fuck, that's wild.
3: Yeah, so you
4: can't really yeah, we
2: in Boneyards anyway. You could have played it without it.
3: Well, I think, I think they just had it on. No, they didn't have it on tracks. They, they didn't have it on
4: tracks. Ball. No, it was just, so just raw dog, raw, raw dogging.
3: Yeah, it's even That's good. I like that.
1: And what you guys yeah. covered, fucking what Come back kid? Yeah, wake, yeah wake, kid, wake, the
3: wake the dead. Sick.
2: Who's that yeah, guy was... that got up? With, he like sang three quarters of a song for you. Um,
3: yeah, that's uh, Sam Kressel. I think I'm saying his last name right. Kressel, Kressel. Sam Kressel from Day Saints. Yeah, okay. Um, uh. If you haven't checked them out yet, um, you should definitely check them out. They're fucking one of my favourite up-and-coming bands. Um, yeah, He, he um we're, we're, we're playing with them um, later on this year.
0: Yeah.
3: At yeah. what we do on the weekend fundraiser. And um, we were like, we, we want to do a cover, so we will come back kick cover. And I... Cause he went on the what we do on the weekend podcast and talked about how we love uh, Comeback Kid so much. So I yeah, messaged him. Yeah. I was like, "Hey man, I'm you up. We, we're doing Comeback Kid. Like, get up for it." Yeah. And then like it wasn't really our intention to play it at our EP launch. Um, and so I think he just sort of just jumped up because he sort of knew there was a cover coming. Yeah. Just didn't know which show it was gonna be at. Yeah, we jammed it like once before we played. So we
4: were learning it to play at the Christmas show. What we did on the weekend Christmas show, just because all of our songs are so fucking sad. <laughs> and it's a party vibe with Clay J, so we're like, we're gonna have to play some fucking party songs. It yeah.
2: <laughs> well, worked. It went off.
3: Go yeah, it was see. fun. No, yeah. well, we're like, fuck. Like, people we'll, like play one more song, and we're like, we don't have any more songs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could try and just like fiddle our way through all the small things or something. but We're probably not gonna like that. So, getting wake the dead.
1: Yeah, no, that was mad. I mean, you guys played a long, like, you played every song off the EP plus. A few cheeky unreleased ones. Um, yeah. Were you guys gassed by the end of it?
3: <laughs> Joe probably answer that better than
4: me. Yeah, for for 15 minutes or so until I got a fresh pint in me. But, um, yeah, look, after, after I play, man, like drums are, are a pretty strenuous activity and I'm a very lazy person. So 45 minutes of playing the drums definitely takes it out of
3: me. Yeah. So... Um, I actually pulled out good, man. Um, to be honest, like... Um, what yeah. time
4: did you leave the venue, Ricky? You I left at like four uh, in the morning or something.
3: I left <laughs> probably, an hour, yeah, 45 to an hour after you, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, we... Well, I didn't have a drink till after we played because I've been like really trying to do aftercare and pre-care for my vocals and like no, no alcohol, no coffee on the day, sort of thing. And, um, and then I was like, getting really worried because I'm talking to people at merch desk. So I was fucked before I started. But then for some reason, like I could f- hear myself like really struggling, to project my voice in conversation. And then we played, I was fine. And I was, I was fine. I didn't, yeah, I felt good after it beer. Yeah, I didn't start drinking until like one o'clock. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. And then from, look, the last chance rock and roll bar, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Um, we took a bottle of whiskey in. Um, and I, made, <laughs> I, made, I made whiskey. here I was at the back For the boys Like it's a celebration um, So I took like a, a cocktail shaker And all the other ingredients And then we are just going to the bar And just getting like um, Ice Yeah ice, ice Ice waters And tipping the water out Oh that's funny <laughs> Oh mate Fucking CP launch You do this shit yeah. once I gotta celebrate In some way um, Yeah um, That was, was good
4: there, so, was a, there was a DJ Playing absolute bangers As well Like AFI
3: Papa Roach. Yeah, nice. Good yeah. I was it was fun. It was cool. Boy. That, that venue is awesome. And there's like obviously pretty big sentimental value for that, you know, being such a community based venue as well. And yeah. All that I've sorta of done, especially in the last six months in particular. So it's just yeah, it made so much sense to have it there. And um the sound was awesome.
0: Yeah.
3: Um for a small room, man, he fucking he worked well with it, he nailed it and he was great to work with. Um yeah, like I I just love that venue so much and it's just a bonus that it's open till six AM.
0: <laughs>
3: seven, seven. I was open at yeah. seven. There you go. Yeah, well, I'd, you know, I'd be, probably wouldn't be here if I stayed there till seven. Yeah, yeah like, I've, uh,
0: oh, I've, watched,
4: I've watched the sunrise over Vic Market many a time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Get a cheeky hot jam donut on the way home. You
4: know.
2: <laughs> Buy some socks if you need to.
3: <laughs> Buy some socks. You got everything there, Joe. You just have to be a new man. Walk out a new man. <laughs>
4: Nah, those those days are behind me, mate. I'm too old for that now.
3: Oh, dude. that Yeah, I felt so shit for like three days. I'm like, I probably only drank maybe like 10 standard drinks. Um, yeah, I can't do it. After,
1: after. after fucking the, the the nerves of playing the show, playing the show physically, and then you're just drinking, you'd be, yeah, rough.
3: I was exhausted, man. It was a, yeah, it was such a day. <laughs> Honestly, the lead-up as well, because we organised a show ourselves, so... I mean it's fine, like I've organized shows before, like we've all been in other bands, you know, we've all know how it goes, but still like on the day it's still like, you know, you got a band coming from Sydney, you've got three other bands, you've yes, you've sold it out, but you know, there still could be issues you run into and like um <laughs> even like getting the the Uber, the logistical issues from Gi's. Um so I drove in the opposite direction to get in an Uber with these guys like to Gi's house. Um, to get, we could all go in together and then we get to Jai's Jai's ordered a maxi taxi but then a taxi shows up to take five guys a drum kit amps and guitars that's wild <laughs> it was a shit show and then we had to we were just like we have to get to the venue sort of now and yeah in the end I had to drive, drive we loaded Jai up with like a full car so that like he couldn't move we loaded Jai up with all the gear he got the taxi in, and then I drove the guys and the rest of the gear, like crammed in my car, drove it past my house, drove it to the city, dropped that off, and drove back to my house where I began. Got an Uber rack into the city. <laughs> it was such a shit show, but as soon as that was out of the way, honestly, as soon as Evergreen started playing, we we're like, "Cool, we can relax." The, the night started.
0: Yeah, yeah,
3: it's all in. We'll, uh, yeah, well, let Jesus take the wheel. Let's see what happened here. And um, it was fine. It was it was you can relax after that how was it for you guys like being on the other end of it
2: it was sick I was like yeah I had a great night yeah that's the first time i've actually been there and that's a really cool room um really cool like pub and yeah it's the sound was sick as you said like all the bands are really cool and yeah had a great night
1: I mean it was sick I mean like all these local shows and I mean, it's why it kind of sucks living in Melbourne now because Sydney. I haven't gone to so many shows in Melbourne,
0: <laughs> but i um, just seeing
1: all those people. Cause like I only see them once every now and then it's not like I'm seeing these people at gigs every other week. Um, so it's always just fun going down. I mean, I'm kind of annoyed that I I'd had to drive to, uh, Yarra Glen that night. I should have probably just waited till the next day and like sent it and then driven up the next day. But, um, nah, it was sick. Like great night. And it's just 16, like that full room. um, you know, obviously, I was at that first show as well, and that was a pretty big room. That was a pretty packed room as well, considering. Um, but just seeing, like, in three shows, you've gone from, you know, everyone being like, "Who the fuck's is this? this? Is sick." To half, like, that whole room was fucking like shouting your songs. Energy was up, like, it was sick. So it's just fun. You know, I've seen shit like that. That's why gigs. That's why you go to gigs.
3: Yeah, it's um, so it's, it's been on the other end of it for my whole life, man. It's just like you are like seeing local bands do cool shit and you know it's it's cool like you even like a i don't know like you, yeah just think of any band you know that's like sort of gone somewhere like say like bloom or something like where's the smallest place you've seen bloom play before they sort of got big
1: 100%. i went to I, think, I went to the thornhill show up here uh and they played in moore park i think they played at the forum in melbourne yeah. i think mm-hmm. um yeah but i remember seeing them play to fucking like 30 people back in the day not even I'm just thinking like Bloom was on that stage and I'm thinking in like a few years, Bloom could be doing that spot, you know, if they, if they they keep working, you know, and I think just seeing bands like that is crazy. So that's why I think local shows are so good because you don't know which bands are going to blow
3: up and which bands aren't. Yeah, it's cool. Well, I mean, and on that as well, like you don't know which bands are going to stop playing and it might be the last time you see them. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I I know I know I know you feel and um, I don't know if you do as well, Dave. But like Alira, like I fucking love mm. that band so much, and um, like obviously we're friends then. But like even if I wasn't, if I was removed from that, it's like social connection. I love that band so much, and yeah. they do their uh, tour with Headwreck, the um, co-headliner, and the Melbourne leg. I just had a real shit day, and I just couldn't be fucked. I'd already bought a ticket, and then I was just like. I could have easily just got KFC and just resigned to bed. You know, it was a Saturday night, you know, I mean? you know, those nights you just don't want to go outside. Yeah. But then I was like, fuck it. This will probably really cheer me up. I love both of these bands. Headwrecked come away from Brisbane. Like, fuck it. And I want to support my mates as well. And I went there and then before they're set, you know, um, Hayden comes out and he's like, this, this indefinitely will be our last show. Mm. And I was just like, what's the fuck? But like on the same token, and they played amazing by the way, but like, you know, that might've been the last time you could ever see a Lyra. And if I'd have stayed at home, I wouldn't have mm. sort of been able to be there for that. And I would have been devastated if I read that on social networking the next day. And I couldn't be there for that. And then it's the same with like the pandemic, like, you know, so many bands dissolved during the pandemic Yeah. Um, or just over the years. And it's like, you know, when's it going to be the next time you go see that band. And so I've sort of come out of the pandemic and like, I, I go to like shows every weekend because I just, I love the shit out of it. And I love supporting my friends and I love supporting people who aren't my friends just because they're part of the scene and it's yeah. been so good going to so many local gigs again. It's like, a, yeah, it's been really cool last two years just getting back out there. We've
1: got to clip that up because that's exactly how I feel and people were like, why do you go to fucking gigs all the time? Just like relaxed. And I'm like, nah, it's not, you don't know.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's the best, man. Like You've probably seen Finding Better Health, what, like five times or something like that and it's still yeah, few, sick every time. i
1: yeah. oh, fucking spew on they play, They keep playing in Newcastle because Newcastle shows are just better than Sydney.
3: Why are they better than Sydney?
1: Oh, I don't know. Fucking, you, you come to Sydney, you find out.
3: <laughs> Why? Tell me. Tell me. I've never been to see a Sydney no, show. look,
1: I think, I think Sydney um, gigs are just very hit and miss with crowds. Sometimes you'll get like a mad crowd and heaps of people rock up. Sometimes you'll get an uh, ordinary crowd. Um, whereas in Newcastle, like from what I've talking to those boys, talking to a few other
3: bands, uh, people
1: more people just show up. I don't know.
3: And they're, like, real supportive. Like, they're getting into it as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh. But you guys got going to come to Sydney. <laughs>
4: yeah, ma- make, make a note of that point, Ricky.
3: We might have to swap some dates around. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell Ben. Let's tell Ben. Ben, if you're listening, we're swapping the dates around, but not the <laughs> one that we, we wanted to swap. <laughs> um,
1: no, yeah. And I think, I mean, to that note as well, you don't know when bands are going to, like, I mean, completely different note, but to... to you know, the whole hardcore bit, but between you and me, you know, they play pop punk, but like they're, they're big overseas. They hardly play shows here anymore. You know? Um, so you just don't, like, to that, that, to that instance, bands don't just quit. They sometimes just fucking make it elsewhere. It, it sucks. But. Like a band like Alpha
2: Wolf. Like I had one chance to see
1: them, got COVID. Oh, you got COVID and then they haven't been oh, well.
2: oh no. <laughs> so I'm still wearing <laughs> the t-shirt. That's all right. Yeah.
1: The <laughs> um, but then yesterday, you boys went to um, to Pikey HQ, AVVC HQ, and, and signed some records.
4: Yeah, put some uh, put some scribbles on some covers and <laughs> boxed them up. We had a bit of a production line going on. It was pretty fun. <laughs>
2: how did you find Dave?
4: Did did, you... <laughs> Dave, did you get yours? Because we didn't send you one. We thought you had it already. Yeah, I
2: got it already. It's all good. You got yep.
3: it. Cool.
2: Already spun it a few times. I put them all up on Discogs for you guys. So oh, yeah, cool. yeah triple triple
3: market value. Yeah. <laughs>
1: How'd you find packing them all? Yeah, it was fun. Easy. Did you know a lot of the names of the orders coming through?
4: Or you didn't even look. Pikey was Pikey was saying every name. There was a couple of familiar names, but there was people in France or Germany and Yes. People from all these weird places.
3: Yeah, where was the where was the like most obscure place, dry? I can't remember. There's one guy I know who's, who's what's his name Dave,
1: he's in AVVC and I think he lives in like Denmark or some shit. Um, I feel like there's a Denmark name. It's what the was that? Ste- Ste- was- Stefan? Stefan? I think I seen Steffen him come up on. He, he's he's in stuff. Yeah. He,
2: yeah, maybe him. I That's sick, bro. It
3: was it was it was cool. Yeah. Like I I dropped the merch off the other like because like all our T-shirt sales are going through them at the moment and so. We had some like t-shirt only sales, like no record, and so, oh, really? so went in like yeah, I had had like a fair few now, and so like we dropped, I dropped them off like a month ago, just because I was like, oh, we don't know like exact day of the record. These people are probably like a t-shirt isn't a pre-order item. Like, why is this taking fucking eight months to get some <laughs> cotton to me? Um, and so high quality cotton, mind you. Um, and so we're like, <laughs> um, I was like, I dropped them off to the post office, and like, yeah, it was like, yeah. France and England and a few other places and was like, fuck that's so wild. Someone wants to pay like for a forty dollar t shirt. Someone's probably paying like forty dollars in postage, which is mind you. What we cop all the time is Australians from like any UK like merch stores and anything like that. So I, I would also do that, but it just was sort of hard to fathom someone would do that for our band. So it was fucking cool. Um, yeah, that's why we like included like little thank you notes in the all the. Um, every merch order we sent off because yeah, we're really appreciative of that.
2: And
3: it's still quite surprising to be honest. So yeah, it's very very cool sending that off yesterday. Very
2: good. So have you guys given given your records a spin yet?
4: Pikey put it on yesterday, but uh, I haven't I haven't done it yet. I've heard it I've heard it enough. I think <laughs> we've
2: heard it <laughs> too much. <laughs> That's true. But they sound really good. So they came out really good. The whole package as a whole is, is yeah. really nice.
4: I don't know if we're supposed to talk about this, but um, Sam Bianco, the guy who, who mixed it, um, remastered it for vinyl and he sent us through the remasters to send them off to Zenith to get it pressed. And he said, he goes, these should be exactly the same, but check them first. And all of us just went, I'm not fucking listening to that again. Sent it off, got it test pressed. There was one song that had like four seconds off the end of it, just chopped off. So it just went to silence.
3: Yeah, The Grey. last four seconds of The Grey was cut off. That's hilarious. And I was the one who met, because no one wrote back in the chat, and I was like, oh, well, I assume this is, this is Ben's baby, this band. If Ben doesn't listen to it, I'll be so surprised. If not, Jai, like, they're the two audio sort of guys. And I was like, yeah, guys, it's all good. Send it. I so I just was like, yeah, it's cool. Someone else would have done it, and I fucking I shouldn't open my dumb mouth. And yeah, then they said the test's failed, so there's is it 10 failed tests there are? Uh,
4: I'm not sure
3: how many. Something like that. Well, what do we do with them? Cause I was like to Pikey, I'm like, could we like donate like one to like that charity raffle? No, like, that's good idea. Do you think, Cause I was like, is this something that is a like potential value to someone? Like, cause I was like, you know, if a collector wants like fucking better in their hands than just collecting dust or could we put money in for charity or something? So sort of like, loggerheads of what to do. I guess Pucky will sort that out. But um, Yeah, Pucky's fun, man. Yeah. Oh, dude, he's... The more I get to know him, the more I love him. Like, he just spits so much in a day, and he's, like, yeah. super bad, and he just gives a fuck about the community and everyone, man. Like, I just love that guy so much. Yeah. His, his challenge that he's doing for the um the shipbox rally for cancer, like, it's incredible. He just does anything that people throw at him. Like, anything. Did you guys give him a challenge? It, Yes, we have. Yeah, have, have you guys? Yeah, yeah. We gave him a, a topless
1: topless yeah. uh, feature on stage for an AVVC band.
3: Well, wow, I think I know. Oh, that's, I know that's,
4: that's, uh, that's 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 um, kind of joining up with our one. What's your one? What can you not say? Uh, wake the dead in
1: his undies <laughs> at the Christmas show. <laughs> I'll beat that Christmas show too. So I'm fucking. Yeah,
3: you're gonna see. a lot of. Wait, is he again. is he
1: gonna sing it or is he gonna play the guitar? I think he's going to sing it. I think
3: he's oh, going to sing it.
1: Fucking sick.
3: Yeah. <laughs> people I had on my bingo card for guesties of our band this year was not Pikey in It is <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be good. It'd be, the best part will be if people don't know who he is. Like, obviously, most people will know who he is, but if the people who don't know who he is will be like, Who the fuck let this guy just stay gold? Like, get security (laughs) onto him. (laughs) Because my original challenge to him was like, I want you to just walk out in the middle of the street and sing Working Class Man at the top of your lungs. Oh, he'd do that without
1: fucking putting it up for charity.
3: (laughs) Well, now he's just combined everything into this. Like, he's done, what did he eat? Like, a thousand dumplings or he tried to eat it. He almost got there. Yeah,
2: tattoos.
3: He's had three tattoos.
2: Like, the dude is just like,
3: unstoppable. It's fucking cool, man. Like, he's, yeah. And on top of that, he's, like, also, like, a loving partner and, like, a cool dad. Like, he just Mm. does cool shit for his family. Like, he's, yeah, awesome dude. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it a lot easier, like, when you know, like, you know, Jacob personally and Pikey personally, it makes it a lot easier to have that professional relationship with him as well. Mm. Like, yeah, there's no one we'd be rather working with. Rather, we would rather be working with. Yeah. Nice.
1: See. Yeah, they're legends. Yeah. So there's been. But, but to that note, you've got a few shows coming up.
2: Yeah. So you got the charity show and the Caution Thieves show. Single launch for them. Caution
4: Thieves in November, yeah, twenty third.
2: Yep.
4: Bergie Bandroom. Should be fun. Apparently, it's uh, selling pretty well.
3: Yeah, they've hit fifty percent, I think. So it'll be cool. I reckon it's gonna sell out. It's just yeah, good. Nice. It, it, probably, it, it should sell out, I think. Um so, so yeah, a new single's fucking cool. Um and they I think that I don't think they've headlined a show for, a, for quite a while. So I this is like sort of like their not their comeback show, but like a bit of you know, hey, we're we're putting some shit out soon, like you better come watch our show. Yeah. Um yeah, it'd be cool. Light up's really cool. Um and the Berge Band Room's just like the best sound, so yeah, I'm really yeah. stoked. Asked us to play that. It's been cool. Yeah,
4: it's so ride. sticky. the floors in there aren't, aren't sticky yet. It's like nice <laughs> brand new carpet
3: floors.
1: Well, you probably didn't like the sticky floors at
3: the uh, last chance. <laughs> Dude, Josh Hockey, when we first got there, and I quote, he goes, "Fuck the floors are so sticky at this joint. Never, it never just never clean." And then he said it as he spilled his beer on the floor. I'm like, you are literally, <laughs> you are literally the fucking problem, man. He's like, you know. Yeah. 30 no. <laughs> yeah. so Band rooms going to be cool. It's, um, I'm really excited to play there. Um, yeah, it's good. good lineup without belief. And some had trouble as well. are great guys. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a cool night. And then, the- and then the What We Did on the Weekend show. Is that the – that's not the 23rd, is it, Jai? I'm pretty sure it is the 23rd, yeah. 23rd of December. Wow, so a month apart. Um, the day after my work Christmas party, which I'm not drinking at now. Um, that was not. Yeah, we oh, we commute that. We can't, man. It's yeah, I just won't be in a good position <laughs> to uh, to scream at people at Sagold. Um yeah, it's pretty really cool. Um, there's two bands' first shows. So Bench Cup, I don't know. Have you guys like heard of Bench yeah, Cup before? Yeah, I've been hanging for them to play a show. Oh, fuck. It is going to be so good. Um, so Nick, their vocalist, um, actually, and Parry, the bass player, I went to high school with them, and they played in a band called Did Static you? Revenue. This is a fun fact. I still have their CD. They were like a Rage Against the Machine meets like modern new metal band. Static Revenue, I'm sure they'll be on Bandcamp. So good, like, incredible, man. Nick's, like, vocals are just, like, unmatched for that type of music. Because, um, like, you know, he sort of, like, does, like, this rap sort of stuff. Yeah. Um Like, in the um, in the Bench Cup stuff. In that, it was, like, rap, but it was, like, real Rage Against the Machine, angsty sort of rap. Um, Like, more so than it is in Bench Cup. That's was really good. So when I heard that him and Parry were doing this band, I've been, like, for, like, a, oh, two years hearing their demos, I'm like, you need to play a show. Mm-hmm. Everyone in Melbourne's like, you need to play a show. And now they're finally playing a show. Um, well, I think we, we cool.
1: went away for one weekend and we heard that. I think we heard it right, yeah. Dave. We didn't know what the fuck was going on. We were just like, what is this? Because yeah. someone played it at a pub. <laughs> we were fucking some like
2: Killcumber. coastal
1: pub that no one was there. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: when the Unify yeah, got it, delayed. Yeah. Uh, we were there with like he was there. Yeah. Um, was there? Jace was there. Yeah, Mitch Parry. But Mitch Perry was there, and he yeah. put this song on, and we are just like, "What the fuck? This yeah. is sick!" Not knowing that, like a year later, <laughs> the song finally comes out. In
2: between, um, yeah. yeah, I'm hanging for that. Yeah, it was in between Pantera domination on repeat, yeah. just it <laughs> fucking hours. That was um, a great time, actually. Fuck.
1: And Clay J just the best. They that they're like, if you ever come to Sydney for a show and go to a Clay J show in Sydney. Because it just get, it gets a lot more rowdy than the Melbourne one. That's one of the few bands I'll say gets rowdier in Sydney than it does in
3: Melbourne. They're Melbourne based, right? No, they're Sydney. Yeah, they're Campbelltown. Oh, they're Sydney based. They're Campbelltown. Oh, Sea Town, baby. I thought they, I thought they were Melbourne based. No. Nah. Okay. Um, so why do you think it's so rowdy in Sydney? I, I don't know Melbourne. if they just
1: bring more people. Know them more here because uh, I saw them at the charity show, not the last charity show with the but the and, and Savior, but the one before that. Um, and like, it was a good show, but like in Melbourne, like it's just fucking nuts. I don't know how to describe it. Like they jump off the walls because the crowd's going just as nuts and it's just wild.
3: So they're, like, cause listen to them a fair bit. It sounds like their music is translated to a live performance, essentially. Better, like, better live, better life. Way better live. Wow. Okay, cool.
1: And they're just horny dudes. Like when I say that in the, in the most like heterosexual way possible, they just want to like <laughs> fucking love everyone.
3: That's cool. I can... <laughs> I've seen videos and they're wearing like leopard fruit pants in one of the yeah. videos. Like I'm like, okay, cool. It's, it's gonna be kind of naughty. Um,
1: yeah,
2: they definitely did. The guitarist was wearing like painter's overalls, but just like tied around his waist, so he's basically topless <laughs> in white pants <laughs> <laughs> and just running around the crowd, climbing on stuff. And then um, the singer just was buying everyone beers after after the yeah. Gig, Tim, just Tim the is crowd. like
1: honestly just the craziest man I've ever met.
3: Like. Is that yeah. the vocalist? Yeah. He's named him. Crazy yep. Skin. That'll be a good show. Mm-hmm. Like what are like what's like a, a, a big international band that would you would say that would be similar to their sort of sound? Like who like who would their influences sort of be, you think? That's a really oh. good question. Cause I can't pinpoint it. I like it, I just can't pinpoint it.
1: Look, they supported um, Electric Corboy when they came for their side shows for Good Things last year, the year before. Um, In Sydney, they supported that show. Um, But I don't know who else they'd be like. I don't
2: know.
4: For some reason, I just thought of Innings. Like, they have that kind of vibe.
2: Yep. Yeah. And I kind of thought, like, earlier Angel Dust a little bit as well. Like, that kind of fun, more punk side of things. No idea. But they're they're definitely their own thing. Like there's, there's, there's some, so one song sounds like my cam, and then some of it sounds completely different. Mm.
1: Um, no, that'll be good. We'll drop links for those shows in the pod notes and on our social. So if you're listening, go get a ticket. I've got to get my ticket to.
2: I don't, I don't know if I'm going to come down
1: for the twenty. I don't know if I'm going to come down for thieves. I think I want to, I'm coming down like a few days later anyway. So I'm like, do I just come a bit? Bill, up? just
3: move back to Melbourne, dude. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> this
1: comes up oh, weekly. Know. You know how close I was to moving back to Melbourne as well? And then I don't know what happened. I came back from Christmas last year and I was like, nah, fuck, I like Sydney. And now I've just,
3: I don't know. Look, is he, does your partner, is she, is she from uh, Melbourne or Sydney?
1: Yeah, from Melbourne. We're from Melbourne. Um, ah, but- both Melbourne. I moved up for work. She's a teacher. And then, I don't know. We just like it now. <laughs> we hated her. For she the first she likes minutes.
3: Melbourne too. Yeah. Especially she likes Sydney too. Yeah.
1: I'll yeah, mm. probably, I, I probably won't come back, but it's gonna What do I'm you sure. like?
3: What, what do you like so much about Sydney? Uh,
1: Apart from finding better health. Look, I love my job. I will say that much. Like I really love my job. Um, to honest, I know it sounds like really shit, but like, just the lifestyle is different. <laughs> I think when I go to Melbourne, like Melbourne feels really different to Sydney. Like I love the weather. I'm not a beach person, but it's just like nice. I don't know. I don't know. It's just nice. Like when I go home, it's just, I can go home and spend time with people and have a good time. There's no like bullshit. Whereas like, you know, when you live somewhere and it's like, it's a bit bullshit. <laughs> okay. Melbourne's I a bit of a
2: novelty now. That's what I'm hearing.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, and the people up here are good value too. I said he's good. I
2: don't know.
1: Come up and I'll, I'll uh, we'll go to a gig where there's like 20 people and it'll be fun.
3: <laughs> no, I'm down for that, man. I I'll, <laughs> I'll spent my life going to gigs with like 20 people. It's the fucking, it's the best. Yeah. It's the I best I'm energy.
4: Com- Coming up in a few weeks from miles away. Not on the 25th. Yes. Yeah, so have- oh, that's right. We're talking about this. Dave was meant to come too.
2: Yeah. Money is tight. Yeah. I wish it was there.
4: Money is
3: tight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah.
1: we'll are you about, going, with that, Phil? Yeah, I have got a ticket. Um, I'm just trying to figure it out because I'm meant to be in Melbourne that following week, but you bastards are playing a show on the Thursday, <laughs> and so I'm just figuring it out.
4: Come back
3: down like, with me. We need to sort of just when we like start touring, we need to sort of like factor in a Dave and Phil budget so like they can come <laughs> along and give them <laughs> heaps of notice. Like when we're booking shows in cities, we're gonna have to be like. Are you free this day? Just give us notice free? because
1: I think what we do is we it happens every time we'll buy a fucking we'll be like, Oh, I want to buy this record or I want to like buy tickets to this gig. Yeah. we'll buy it, and then like two days later it's like here's a fucking repress, here's another
3: tour. Yeah. And we just like
2: fuck that sucks. <laughs> is there two seats in the van for Phil and Dave who can sell merch? <laughs> Where are you?
3: What are we gonna do, Joy? We haven't even discussed this. How are we gonna get around? Uh, the Brocky special. Oh, all right. We can all, we can all fit the Brocky Special. Wait, what's that? Uh, look, I drive a car that you would call, um, a piece of shit. Um, basically, um, <laughs> uh, it's called the Peter Brock Special, um, just cause, um, resting price, but, um, it's just a piece of shit car that's like, you know, those Holden Commodore VEs, like, I don't know if you guys have been in one
0: before. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Basically, they're, they're notorious for um, having a bad timing chain and just being like, the Alutech engine they made in 2011, 2013, as my mechanic and every other fucking mechanic I've ever been to has reminded me, this is the worst engine ever made by anyone. <laughs> um, you guys have kept me in business, um, some of the quotes that they've said to me. Basically, it's just the worst car ever, and the engine light has been on from like 2000, I think it's 2020 it came on. Um so I'm just like I'm just running into the ground cuz like I don't want someone else to buy this car and for them to it to like stuff up on them. Yeah. Um yeah. basically someone hit me the day I EP came me up on the 25th of August like the EP coming out. He crashed into my car, snapped my mirror off, driver side mirror. Chips. And um Anyway, it's still sticky taped on my mirror. The guy hasn't accepted blame. Anyway, whatever. The fact is, I'm now driving this lemon of a car that's got all scratches the other side. It's already a shit car internally, and now externally it shows that. Like The mirror is literally like clear taped on. Yeah, that's right. People just look at me when I'm driving, and I can just tell they just think I'm some scumbag. Nice, let me know. Um, <laughs> anyway, we're not taking that car until I was not <laughs> making it, anyway. Um... I don't know whose car we would use. Like we, you're, you probably have the best car because you got a Toyota. Yeah,
4: it? dude, I've got dog hair all through my car though. Like no one wants to sit in that.
3: Your dog does. I do. Um, <laughs> Ryan, what is Ryan? Ryan's got a Subaru. Ben's got an even older Holden. Except his Holden seems like it's been really looked after. And Vito, oh, Vito has a Holden too. So probably not we can book a twelve seater. His is a better one than mine. His is, be- Vito's is better. Yeah, um, we're gonna have to rent something.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't even be planning that shit. Yeah.
3: But yeah, uh, boys, we'll send you. We'll send you some dates.
4: Yeah,
1: legends. Sounds
3: good. Um, I think I might have sent Phil some dates. I'm gonna send Dave some dates anyway. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um,
1: speaking of gigs, bar, have you guys been to any other gigs lately that aren't your own?
3: Yeah, we went to one the other week that was phenomenal, dry, and you were there. Bill. Tapestry, were you, did you go? Yeah, oh gosh. Gosh. I saw you boys. That was uh, Young was lions. lions. Yeah, that's was right. a while
1: uh, ago. Tap- that was Grand Final week.
3: Yeah, um, Young Lions' for their anniversary. Um, tapestry, Chasing Ghosts, and Shangri La. I still um, that I was still so cannot good. believe how
4: good Tapestry are. So good, right? Unbelievably good. I was in awe. I could not believe that what I was hearing was real. Like, it was insane.
0: Oh, yeah. That
4: that, al- that album for me is like, it's neck and neck with another album for my album of the year. So fucking good. Ooh, you going to spoil it? Like, what do you got? What's your other one? Uh, it's Chamber. I love To Kill For. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. I just want to, oh, like, when sure I listen know, to that right, album, right. I just want to fucking run through a wall. Like, it's yeah. pretty skid. <laughs> They're like <laughs> two very, very different albums. I just can't pick between them. Like,
1: I think when I found that album, I think I texted you, Dave, being like, "Dave, this album, man, I want to like yeah. fucking run through a wall." because yeah. we can't <laughs> say that. We use that all the time. It's sick.
2: It definitely gives. Yeah, it's it gets you up and going for sure. don't listen to that yeah. one late at night.
4: Um, yeah, yeah, Every sure. every time I go to the gym, I put that on front to back, so I listen to it at least you know once every month.
1: <laughs> Not that I go to the gym regularly, but I'm still on the. Uh, <laughs> I'm still on straight, straight From The Past, new album as a gym record. That album makes me want to like break stuff.
2: Yeah, that's um, a beauty too. You've been um, to some show, oh,
1: Phil, haven't you? Uh, I went to Paul McCartney on Friday, which was sick. Um, that man's bro, 81 man. years old and he plays for three hours straight. Um, and then I Jeez. went to the Thornhill Show with Holding Absence, Thousand Below and Bloom. Bloom. New Bloom's just good. I'm fucking so keen for more music from them. And, I, and they reckon... They said at the show, a few weeks, album pre-orders. So start saving Dave, start saving Ricky. Yep. How-
3: Wait, who has They right? reckon
1: the album announcements are uh, closer than we think, a few weeks maybe.
3: Oh, um, uh, Actually, Josh Redbeard posted in their um, AVVC group being like, <laughs> I'm going to ruin your wallets in yeah, November. <laughs>
2: <laughs> at least he's giving us um, the heads up.
3: I wish he gave us a heads up. About Casey, because
1: that also fucked me up a bit too. But oh,
3: yeah. you got yeah, the two Australian ones as well. Yeah, that's all I got because I looked at like the UK web store and I'm like, I'm not dropping 600 bucks, no. Like I don't have that money and I don't need to buy records. I will just listen to one and yeah. collect one. Do you guys, do
0: you guys listen to Apple? um, yeah, yeah,
4: the, did a things we carry, Repress Bridge 9, not long ago. Of the silver one. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Silver, yeah. yeah. That cool did you get it? Covers.
1: I didn't get it now. No. Actually, it is I need to send you a record.
4: It's... I need to send you
3: both records, actually. Bob, what did you get off your jar? Uh,
4: Alexis on Fire Crisis. Yes. Thank oh, you, I'm Phil. Nice. No, you're good, mate. I appreciate
3: it. What did I get off you <laughs> oh, <don't> forgot. <laughs>
1: Uh, I, th- I think you got I'm me score. Uh, oh, I said you're Beans and Ocean. Some, like, some uh. other stuff. I can't remember. Um, but no. Any other tours has been announced recently that we came for? Bring Me the Horizon? Are you guys into Bring Me the Horizon?
3: Nah. You can you say no. It's fine. I never listened to them ever. And my partner was playing them at dinner the other night. Like a song that's like 15 years old. I was like, who the fuck is this? They are insane. She's Like it's bring me the horizon, and I'm like, what? <laughs> that was, I've just never Ever. listened to that.
0: Yeah,
3: it really, yeah. Good. I, like, I like Chelsea Smile <laughs> back, yeah. My space days, the best.
1: My
4: space days, yeah. Is that like a real
3: old song? Out there? Yeah, I feel yeah, like it's... that's an old song, right? yeah. We're we're old, Ricky, so <laughs> we are old, we are old, yeah. Um, tours coming up, what's coming to town, honestly? Well. Obviously, we're going to like yeah. the Hot Mulligan um, tour. Yeah. You guys going to that? Um, that's going to be cool. Yeah. Free throw as well. I think, Jai, you're more. Yeah, very campy. Free throw. I didn't mind that new record,
1: actually. I thought they were a little bit cancelled, but I don't know. Yeah. If I... Oh, really? Just what what do do they, they do? do? Come on, Phil. Being like that does. What? <laughs> I don't give a fuck if they're a bit canceled, i still go, but like I'm just saying, I just heard that. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well they're only a
3: bit cancelled. Dude, you know? I listen to Dance Gavin Dance. So, of I'm talking, whatever.
0: Yeah,
3: that's true. <laughs> what did, what did that dude do again? Which one? Was he um with kids, was it? The Dance Go and Dance. Is oh, it's, real fucked it's, up. Uh
1: it's up for debate, but um just some shitty dating stories, I think. Um
2: Rough dating stories, I think.
1: Rough dating stories, yeah. That is it cancelled, is it not? I don't know.
3: Um, I mean, one of us could get cancelled you know what I mean, like, it's yeah, like, it's good that people yeah. are accountable like, you know what I mean, It's it makes me, not that I would ever do anything bad anyway, but it makes me hypercritical of my actions and reflected my friends' actions which I think we should be practising anyway, so in a day where people do get cancelled yeah, look, sometimes people man, maybe it's a bit tough that, that did happen, but it's also like, it just, I think it makes the general public a bit more aware of their actions and how they can better themselves and create a better society. It's, I think. Yeah,
2: it's just those ones that kind of flame someone because they're upset and then they can't take it back what they've said. That fucked so yeah, that's fucked. Yeah, that's fucked. That's where it kind of draws a line for me. But if you're doing it the right way, like you've just got to, yeah, be respectful of both sides.
0: Mm.
3: It is, it is touchy, man. Sometimes, isn't it? Like it's yeah. And as, especially us as men, like, we're, like, of the most privileged identity. Like, sometimes we just don't really get a say. And, yeah, fair enough, we shouldn't get a say. As much as sometimes, like, fuck, I don't know if mm. this is right or not. But at the end of the day, we just got to listen yeah. and keep listening. Yeah, solid. So, move. But, um. So, oh, got, so uh, no, no, what
2: music have you guys been listening to? Because there's some great stuff coming out in the last month, I reckon.
4: Man, to be honest, I've been listening to the same music since I was 14. <laughs> I can see that. Apart, apart, from the, apart from those two albums that I mentioned earlier. <laughs> like, I, I'm, a, I'm a fucking weirdo. Like, when it comes to listening to music, like, I'll literally have the same song on repeat and listen to it for two hours. Like, the song Vacant by a band called Forecast from the UK, I literally just have that on repeat and listen to it, like, all day. Yeah, nice. I
2: think that's more common than you think. Like, um May who helps us out on the pod, she s- says the same thing. She's like been listening to the same songs since she was fourteen, or maybe older. I can't remember, but yeah, it's, it's more common than you think. Where I'm like, try to keep variety. <laughs> like things get pretty stale in my brain. I think. <laughs> Hello, this is Ricky Three. Mix it up. So. Am I back? Always listening to something different. Cool. Is is Jai still here? Um, Do you guys get on oh, the cool. blinker? Hi,
4: Okay, but one spin. Not
2: um, bad.
3: I do know what you guys mean, though, about, like, bad. That's the good. same old I think stuff you always was supposed cool. Like, Sorry. I still listen it's to World of Kid every week. Oh, I still listen I to Counterpass, Tal and Home every week. Um, And then, like, random, like, <laughs> a new back, song, yeah. like I said, Keeps Like Like Bomb. <laughs> That'll just yeah. smash. I'll smash those songs relentlessly. That new Forecast EP, which Jai mentioned. Um, I don't know if you guys listen to Forecast at all. Bro, this EP, Utopia, is fucking awesome. awesome. It is. Look.
1: Yeah.
3: Now, from, I think, are they from Italy originally and they moved to the UK, Jai? Is that right? Yeah. And they all relocated to the to UK. I've in my life. Have like I a few random, decent, s- like singles. big singles over the like the 2015, singles. 17 sort of thing. And then, sort of, I think I've read that they were like on the verge of breaking up or did call it quits sort of quietly during COVID. And then they were just like, no, we need, we've got this cool material. We want to put this EP out. So now they're just, yeah, from somewhere in Europe. Incredible release. Um, I think they're having a crack again, which is great because it's, yeah, dude's vocals are insane. The the music itself is like counterparts worthy in parts. Like it's awesome. Yeah, they're great. I've been smashing that heaps. Um Been smashing heaps of local stuff. I've been smashing um Day Saints heaps. Um yeah, they've only got two songs out. I've been yeah, I've been pumping them heaps. Been pumping heaps of Keepsake. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, bands we play <laughs> with. Like when I was just listening to that Vermont song flat out, regretting me. Mm. Um I don't know, I'm so weak. and then I pretty much will cycle between songs I smash and then I was go, right. i right, I'm gonna listen to you know, Daylight Jar for a day straight now mm. or Counterparts Home Home for a day straight. What, what new music have you guys been pumping? Yeah. No, who would drink no. one? Yeah. Mm.
1: I reckon one that you'd really like. Dave's been absolutely frothing lately.
2: Oh, Dreamwell. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys listened to them? Nah. They're like.
1: Sick. Yeah, you guys are right. I reckon.
2: They're uh, they're like Screamer Jason, but they're almost like prog rock now. But it's like really jangly guitars and like heavy in parts. It's almost post-hardcore at the same time. But yeah, the way they build their songs and stuff, it's like yeah. I can't really oh. describe it. It's, really it's got like
1: melodic hardcore elements, I think, yeah. to it. Like I can hear a bit of it, but it's probably more in that Screamo vibe, but I think it's fucking sick.
2: Yeah.
1: Um and then another one lately, uh, that our friend Chuck recommended has uh Regarding Ambiguity by Abyss. Yep. Um, I don't even know how to describe them. They're like a touche Amore Manchester Orchestra Screamo band. I don't I don't know how to describe it. And
2: they're from Denmark as well,
1: so the, the, like just have that you European
2: flavour on it. <laughs> Just check them out. Yeah. and that new quarter form EP came out, and that's really, really good. in they're Melbourne band. Yeah. The- yeah, I listened to that. It
4: was actually pretty fucking sick. Um.
1: Hey? Mm. Um. Well, we'll get to the main part of the pod. Well, the second main part of the pod. I feel like we've fucking smashed a bit of saving face chat, which is good. Um, but you know, on this we do a bit of a fast five every every episode that we do. Um, and we thought we'd been doing a few anniversary records. Fuck, Ricky's popped up with another
3: chat now. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? He's
2: upside down. He, he... Hello, this is upside down
3: Ricky from the alternate universe. <laughs> no, I, it, like, it, I looked up, I typed in on Spotify "Dreamwell" as you were saying, because I was
2: like, I'm going to make a note to uh, send this guys, and then it cut this out. What I'll do is they're on... on my Spotify now,
3: so I'm going to listen to them after this. Oh
2: yeah, I'll pop the pop
3: the link in the chat so um, I can grab it too. Cool. Um, what have you been bumping, Phil?
1: Uh, we'll just say in that record. And then there's also another one um, called Regarding Ambiguity by Abyss. Okay. Um, we talked about the quarter form EP. I mean, I'm a big Taylor Swift fan as well, so I'll be bumping her new 1989 Taylor's version. Um, but like Knuckle Park. fucking oh, yeah, they're back, man. Do you like Throne?
3: Oh, do we like
4: Throne? Throne is so good. Yeah. Oh.
3: That you two two I'm like big playing that heaps. When are they going to be touring? That's the question. Them
1: and um, fuck, what's the other band? Uh, oh my god, Fox Lake.
3: Well, I haven't heard of Fox Lake.
1: Oh, check them out. They, Same sort of
3: thing. Uh,
1: probably a bit more like hardcore adjacent than like kind of
3: mm-hmm.
1: in beatdown stuff. But mm-hmm. fucking, though both those bands should tour together. I think it'd be a sick tour.
3: Because I feel like, so, I don't know if you guys have, like, done much research. So, the, the vocalist from Throne was in a, he was, like, a big vocalist back, like, five years ago. Oh, was he? Because they're I from, they're not from Sweden. they Are they from Sweden? Is it? I've no idea. I just, no idea. They're from a, a Europe European country that's, yeah, I think it's, like, somewhere like that. Anyway, um, he was, I had him on Instagram, like, I reckon when I first had Instagram, like, 2013. I was like yeah. this guy like the face tattoos, and he's like in like he was like a vocalist in like a metalcore band. Anyway, unfollowed him because so I was like, this is whatever. Ten years. Anyway, I look, like Throne started popping up, and I was like, fuck, I know that dude. I looked it up, and I was like, it's the same fucking dude I followed like ten years ago. Um, yeah, he used to be in like another band that was like pretty well established, and I think they did well. And then like he just I, like obviously their music sick, but it just seems like they've just taken off like that. So I, I just assume they were all people who were previously in the scene. Um, yeah. But they have just blown up. Like, they got put on that um, Counterparts tour through Europe with Cauldron. Yeah. Uh, um, the Eulogy tour last year. And I think that was, like, their first big tour. And they have just, like, overtaken so many bands. Like, they are going to be the next. Well, they already are the next big thing. They are fucking incredible. Yeah, I would, I would <laughs> love to see Throne. I must have
2: yeah, missed it I haven't um... seen anything. First time I've even heard about Throne. So you've done me, me in, Phil.
1: You just don't listen to Cody and I in the chat. We share all this Throne stuff. Oh,
2: yeah. Okay. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Most of it's mid-call though, so.
1: Come on. Nah, it's good stuff. Um, but no, nah, that's what I've been listening to, so. Oh, right,
2: I'll give Stay it
1: to I mean, I've actually been in a bit of a rut, to be honest, with like trying to find, I don't know, because you, know, you go through peaks of like what you want. You know, like it's also like you know pop punk, hardcore, more hardcore, metalcore, whatever. I'm just in like a bit of fucking nothing space at the moment, but that's fine.
2: Anyway, it's yeah.
3: weird. yeah, it's it's. You know, that's the Spotify is like a great evil, right? Like, as a musician, you get no money, but your music gets out there, right? I think. Mm-hmm. You, I think. Do we get like a dollar every thousand streams, Joy? Uh, I think it's zero
4: point zero 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 three cents. Per oh, stream shit, on average, so for, 000, for a million dollars for a million streams, it's like three grand.
3: Yeah, so maybe I can afford a new mirror for my car in ten years. <laughs> um, maybe we'll be able to go on tour then. Yeah, we I enough. wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bank on it, Ricky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. cents at a the the time. They just trick feed. To, yeah, I'll be able to do it in installments, or maybe I'll buy another ra- roll of sticky tape. <laughs> um, basically, what I mean is like. For financially, for a band, Spotify is completely ripping you. But in terms of getting your music into new ears, it's great. And so, as the consumer on the other end, like Spotify is a great thing for me. Like when I'm ever not, like you know, probably just goes, why the fuck is he just listening to counterparts in Casey and, and Worthwhile? Like fucking get some new music, mate. All right, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna use this algorithm of ours, and we're gonna throw you this new band that you've never heard of before. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm fucking hooked on that band. And so Spotify is also great for getting music out there. Yeah. And as a consumer, <laughs> I love that because it's introduced me to like pretty much my entire library in the last six years since I've had it. Yeah. Yeah. So Spotify
4: has monetized that again though. So on your artist profile, there's a thing called discovery mode. So you you have to pay Spotify like an extra forty percent of the revenue that you make of that zero point zero 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 three cents or whatever it is and they will start recommending your music to more people
1: oh what a dog! A bunch of dogs yeah
4: yeah but once everybody has that you'll lose any advantage and spotify is just pocketing more money yeah
2: oh fuck that's rough it's good yeah that's what spotify is good for too though you don't take a risk of buying a cd like you had to really think about what you were going to buy you know you just listen to any band that you want
3: and then decide if you like them or not. So it's Yeah. It's... Look, it's the, it's like Uber when it came out. It's like, you know, this is a necessary thing we need now. And then they, they they came in cheaper, they wowed the whole world, they fucked the taxi industry, and then all of a sudden they just put the prices up to the same price as the taxis. Yeah. Spotify, okay, it's still cheaper than CDs and stuff, but it's like, it's a necessary evil. Like, you're right, you yeah. get the benefits of not you're just browsing through shit. You don't have to buy anything, but at the end of the day, you still are paying that twelve bucks a month. So, yeah. over the whole time you've had Spotify, you probably bought fifty CDs. Yeah. So, are you even saving money? It's. Oh I, don't know. I think. It's, I love. Yeah, I, I love, love it.
4: Spotify. It's I don't. I could bright. not live without it. I think it's the fucking greatest thing in the world. Yep. It's it's so good. Yeah. I don't. Use yeah. It.
3: <laughs> you don't. Are
1: you, what are I you use Apple, Apple. I use Apple, Apple. Music. Yeah. I use Apple Why? Music. I just, you know what what it was? So when Apple, when I first got an iPod and, you know, I had iTunes, uploaded my CDs to all that kind of stuff. And then eventually it just moved to Apple Music. And I was just like, I've been using this my whole life anyway.
3: So do you have the Spotify app at all?
1: Yeah, Dave um, put me on his family account. (laughs) (laughs) So I still go on it for like certain playlists and I'm absolutely obsessed with sussing out um, monthly listeners for bands. Because oh. I have no idea about how much the bands get listened to, but you can just look up like bands and it tells you how many monthly listeners they have, and I'm like, that's sick.
3: Yeah, it's um. <laughs> Tell them about when the algorithm picked up Comfort Joy.
4: Yeah, so like uh, one of our songs started getting a whole bunch of radio play
2: for like oh. four days,
4: and of all songs, it was the instrumental
3: where Ricky speaks a little bit on it. <laughs> We're like, why is it this song? Why is this song getting a platform?
4: That's wild. <laughs> it, ga- cool. it gave it to like six thousand people over like three days.
2: Wow, that's insane.
4: And then it just stopped. stopped three days later. No more. Yeah.
2: They're
4: trying to tease you. I think, and say, I th- hey, I, just- yeah, I think it's because I think it's because we haven't turned the discovery mode on. They're trying to tease us with it. Yeah, hundred percent. That makes. But that's
2: at the important. end of
4: the day, at the end of the day, like those numbers don't really mean anything. It's like. No. And that, like, like we were talking about before with the show, it was like, yeah, so uh, Spotify says that a thousand people listen to us every month, but like, does anyone give a fuck enough to come and watch us play? Yeah. yeah. Did you guys see that that Triple J um,
1: did that fucking uh, survey of bands about like, you know, where they get their money from, all this stuff? Do you see that?
4: Did yeah, you know, yeah, or? I did. I did, yeah. I, saw I thought that.
1: it was bullshit because it only said like. <clears throat> Fifty five percent of band thought about quitting in the last few years, and I'm like, fucking. There's a way more. Nah, than it's definitely ninety nine point nine.
0: No,
4: the like, thing. Yeah. The thing is, though, man. Like in our band email, we get emails, you know, on a bi weekly basis of like, you know, overseas PR companies and stuff, like well, saying like, or like even even I won't say who it was, but like Australian publications being like, hey, like we love your stuff, and then like they'll bait you into replying. And they'll be like, "Oh, if you give us four hundred dollars, we'll do an article on our yeah. on our website and post a my, like a Facebook status for you." It's just like fuck. No, thank you. Thanks, for um, no. I,
1: mean, I didn't know that you had to pay for some of those until recently, and I was like, "That's Dude,
3: PR."
4: Oh, every everything, man. Like those those YouTube reaction videos that you see bands doing. Like you have to pay him to do that as well. Like everything, you guys, everything. You guys just are paying money, us
2: for this, right? Is yeah, it too late? Yeah, yeah, of
3: course. You guys will get, <laughs> pay you five grand. <laughs> in 10 years when our spotify makes us that
2: 75 cents a week <laughs> yeah, <one> of
3: the <laughs> installments of my whole lifetime
2: yeah. that's rough yeah
3: everything's, they...
1: everything's monetized man like we I but i didn't realize they reached out to bands being like hey give us your money and
3: we'll do something for you dude we we like when we when we put music out i think that's like there must be a way for them to like find out who's releasing music we would get a like yeah 5 or so emails over the course of 2 weeks each time we put out a single or being like hey guys do you need promotional work hey no yeah like Joe said it'd be like hey your new single vacant is so good like I can't believe that the lyricism and the musicianship is great and you're up like and then they'll be like oh in the same email like we'd love to have you on our website and you're like oh cool like these guys yeah. want yeah guys screenshot it and the guys like yeah cool and you're like, um, so yeah, that'll be $400 if it was to write an article <laughs> on you. And then they include like, we have a thousand monthly viewers on our platform. And admittedly at the start, I was like, cool, should we do this? And then we sort of like went through the pros and cons and we're like, I don't really think it's beneficial. So I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to have to pay people to like my music. Like if they like it, they're going to like it. Like, mm. and I sort of see other bands doing PR campaigns and again, do what you want, man. There's nothing wrong with it. But I think the dollar value they get out of those ad campaigns, like PR is like probably what, like two grand for a single dry, Something like that. It's expensive. Yeah. It's expensive. And you know, some bands get heaps of benefit out of it, but I just think for us just starting out, we were like, what could that two grand be better spent on? You know, how could we use that to, could we get better quality recordings? Like, you know, could we do a music video with that money? Um, yeah. What could we do with that? Like, PR might benefit us if we're a bigger band and we already had a platform and people are already going to hear us. But our first couple of singles, I just don't think that that money could be justified for us. And we don't have that money to throw at that, you know what I mean? Like, mm. um, I get why bands do it, but for us at the moment, our money, that money was sort of better spent elsewhere. Mm. I don't get why bands do it. I think it's a waste of fucking money. There's
2: mm. no guarantee, Zach. Like, no. You still got to. People still got to like the music at the end of the day. It Doesn't matter. Yeah. if You push it that way, or we, you, yeah, you're, you're better off spending the money on on improving your
1: coming to Sydney and playing yeah, a show up on here. To Sydney and yeah. playing. You
3: got to have good music at the, at the center of everything, man. You got to have good music. Like it's, yeah. So um, you can make it. Like I remember old old band. Like we we were just like twenty, and we were like. Yeah, we paid I think fifteen hundred bucks for our EP, and we got this cool little write up. And you know what we did after that? Fucking nothing. Um, <laughs> we got actually no, sorry, we were on the radio, but get this, it was like PBS eighty nine point nine, and it was played at like two in the morning. And we drove all the way to Ringwood, and went in this dude's shed. And I say it was it was a shed, and he was fucking so high, and he's like. You're here for the interview, is. And then he started asking how much money we all make. And then he didn't ask anything about our band. He didn't care about it. And he was like asking what we do for a living, like interviewing us about our lives. And he's like, he was so high by the end of it. He's like, oh, yeah. And we're going to play your new single. Thanks for coming on the show. That's weird. And that's what 1500 bucks odd got us. Yeah. Damn. Nothing happened. We didn't get any shows after that. I mean, for other bands, they might get shows and stuff out of it, but like from my experience with that, I was like a little bit tainted.
1: Yeah, for sure. fair enough.
3: I thought we we're gonna get killed at one point. Like he was, <laughs> he was, he was someone I didn't want to be in a room with, a shed with. Sorry. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh,
1: um, well, should we move on to the Defeater? The last part of the pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we talk about some anniversary albums on the on the pod, but we thought. What better to talk about with you boys, being a melodic hardcore, being yourselves, than uh, Defeater's led us home 10 years on. What are you smiling about? Dude, I almost had you.
0: (laughs) You almost had
1: me. You never had me. You never had your car. Uh, what, What are your thoughts on Defeater as a band, slash this album,
4: I guess? I fucking love Defeater, man. Such a good band. Um, probably the best concept band, in my opinion. Coheed and Camby are off. up there. Yeah. Um, I love it. I think I think they're amazing. This album isn't my favorite album. Like it, it, it's, it struggles in the, to get in the top three. I think. And, uh, empty days, like it, it's that's hard to top. Yeah, I agree. But um, there's some fucking good tracks on this
3: album. Yeah, I'm the same. Like they were pretty big, like gateway band for me um into melodic hardcore into sort of um similar sort of music um i think mean, yeah this, is, this was 2012 2013 2013, and that was the same year that my other favorite worthwhile um came out um their album so it was like when i was really like okay i kind of like hardcore but like it's i need some more soul and and when these two albums came out i really opened up a big gateway for me to melodic hardcore and I think when we were last on the pod, Ben mentioned like hardcore that is melodic, like when he mm. talked about uh we talked about the new Fury by First. Yep. So I think early Defeater is yeah it's melodic hardcore. It's like it, the roots of it are like hardcore that is melodic. Mm. Um. And so yeah, this was just such an important album for me and a good gateway for me getting into later influences and like straight up melodic hardcore. Um. Yeah. This is yeah. This is. Oh. All... I think Empty Days are probably my favorite. But yeah, this is a close second for me.
1: Yeah, I like that you like having soul. Uh, I really like that. That's a good way to kind of wear it, I think. How about you, Dave?
2: Yeah, um, I agree. Like Empty Days is that gateway to defeater and like just like you Ricky, but not with Worthwild, it was with uh you survived by by Touche. Like they um, uh, yes both yep. came out this year and mm-hmm. It's just two albums with a lot of yeah, soul, a lot of backstory, just just a lot of feeling, and um, it really yeah, kind of set at home. I think it's probably number two for me as well. The first Defeated record I I bought, I reckon I pre-ordered it back, back then. Um, but yeah, it's a it, I kind of fell off a little bit after this, but yeah. um yeah, these these first two are really really
4: good. I think lyrically it's really strong. Um, something I love about it is how it's backwards. Like the the letters are reversed. Mm. So if you listen to it, if you listen to it backwards, like it's reverse cr- chronological, which I think is pretty sick. Yeah. I am...
1: Um... I don't even—I don't think even think this is my second. It's got some—it's got some of my favorite Defeated tracks on it. But you guys should go and listen to um, Abandon, the next one. I think I just like the themes in that one a bit better. Like obviously, a concept band talk about stories and things. I really like all the the war stuff that they bring to it. But I just felt the um, for Abandon—I don't know what it is in hardcore, but just the whole. I mean, it tells a story through like the lens of, of someone in the Catholic Church in a way. Um, and not that I'm religious in any sense of the word, but I just think those themes, I just find work really well in heavy music. Um, but yeah, I think this record, I can't believe it's 10 years old, but, um,
3: it makes you feel old. hey. Yeah.
4: Like, when did empty days come out? Cause that, that's 2011. even
1: older. 2011. Fucking hell. Yeah. I mean, do
4: we, do we count lost grounds as an album?
1: Oh, uh, kind of. Uh, I was I was reading up earlier and they they call it
4: like oh, I don't know if it's I, don't, I wouldn't call it an album, would you? It's 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 six track, but like when you're when you're ranking Defeater releases, would you put it?
1: Um, I probably would actually.
2: Yeah, it's a tough one. It's twenty minutes long. It could could be it could be, yeah. Um,
1: do you see pl- they played shows at um, Furnace Fest this year. I really hope they um, – I mean, I doubt they'll come to Australia, but fuck, I'd love to. I'd love to see them again.
3: Oh, man. <laughs> that's, that's, that's so they're, hard.
4: They're drummers in Australia at the moment. Yeah, because he plays with um, Amity, hey? Amity, yeah. Incredible drummer.
0: Incredible. So fucking
4: good. So good. I've uh, stolen many things and made them my own from him. Well, I think, we, I think we said at the gig the other
1: week, I was like, oh, mate, Jai, the, the fucking drums at the start of that new track. And I was saying it to Dave. I said, Dave, suss these drums. Um, and then you're like, yeah, I stole it from a Defeater song.
3: <laughs> <laughs> straight off, Straight off empty glass. Are you it's talking serious. about that new song, Jai? Yeah, yeah. So that song just reminds me of, like, modern Defeater.
4: So the, guitar, the guitars sound like another Defeater song and then the drums are a different Defeater song. It's kind
3: of mashed together. That's so cool. Defeating face, maybe. <laughs> like when, when, so when I, because I was like sort of an outsider, like cause these guys had written the first EP and this two songs sort of, before I joined, when I first heard it, I was like, okay, what, because Jai was like, I think he's a like Casey Landscapes, More Than Life. And I could hear that all there, but like when I heard these two songs, I straight and pretty much all the other new songs that have been written, I kind of just think of like if modern like Defeater had a child with Casey and then Bloom was like somehow related to them, I was like, cousin. it sort of sounds like that, but it's like heavily Defeater influenced. Like you can just tell Ben smashes Defeater or used to smash Defeater back in the day. That's, and I'm absolutely here for it. Like those real gloomy sort of but clean guitars, that whole feeling of the song that's sort of like melancholy but like driving. I feel like yeah, a lot of our new songs have that, and that's real resonant to Defeater. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. Or should we should we do our fast five favorite tracks from the record? Go on. So I'll go first. So my fifth track. Uh, Blood In My Veins, number four, Hopeless Again, number three, Bastards. I mean, Open is fucking a classic. Mm -hmm. Number two, Bled Out, Um, nearly was my first track because I do love a closer, but I had to go No Saviour. I just think that track fucking builds so well. Um, So that's my top five from this record.
0: We're
4: we're so close, Phil. So, so, so close. Yeah, yeah. What do you got? I got five, Blood In My Veins, four, Hopeless Again, three, Rabbit Foot. Nice. Yeah
0: I got that, two
4: actually. two bastards, one no saviour.
2: Oh, look at that. That's close. Alright. Uh, mine's similar. Um so I've got no relief, no saviour, blood in my veins, bastards, and hopeless again. I just love oh, the sick. I just love the pace of hopeless again and just like the yeah. the intro, like it's see.
4: The 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 roomy drums at the start, I'm a sucker for that. Yeah, yeah.
2: Just
3: keep yeah. um, I've got Bastards um, and Blood Out. I love that both of them, the record starts how it finishes, no. like the same Cheney lyrics, mm-hmm. um, and then Blood In My Vein. Oh, sorry, no, 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 sorry. Then Rabbit Foot, and then Blood In My Veins, and then No Shame. Yes. Um, I think the record starts and closes so strong, and I'm a massive sucker. Same thing with tie-ins from... The start and the end. Like, I, I know Wonder is doing it in like pretty much all their records. Knuckle Puck have done it. Um, and who else has done it? Worthwhile have what? done it. Like, where they'll yeah. the slowly, slowly, Last song has lyrical themes the exact same, and I fucking love that. And I remember the first time, yeah. um, yeah, I, I remember the uh, the first time I heard Blood Out, and I was like, ah, oh, I've heard you before. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's just so cool. And then you, you sort of read through the lyrical themes, and it all makes sense. Um, yeah. I think did someone else say rabbit foot as well?
4: Yeah, I had that three.
3: Yeah, that song fucking slaps.
4: Yeah,
1: I just think yeah, I think all like you said, soul. And I think all the tracks, especially No Savior, like fuck, that song just builds so well. But um, yeah, sick record. All right, look, I don't. You should check out the new stuff. The new stuff's good. Like even their self titled that they released uh, four years ago, I thought it's alright. Like it's not as good as the old stuff, but it's good.
3: Are they they're, they're still a band Are they yeah. yeah They're putting new music out Surely
1: No idea no I hope so I mean they just played shows So I'm hoping that means that Maybe they get together And they're like Fuck we'll do something It's hard to
4: say I think I read somewhere That their guitarist Isn't with them anymore Jay Mars. Yeah Jay Mass Yeah, yeah he it's left It says on his
3: Instagram Founding member of Defeat Up Hmm I looked him up the other day, um, but it doesn't necessarily mean he's still in Defeater. He
2: was doing something else.
3: Mm. No idea. He's gonna do like covers with Saving Face, I think, at the Christmas special of <laughs> what we did the weekend. He's doing comeback kid covers <laughs> with Pikey. And he's <laughs> also <laughs> in it's and he's wearing
2: undies a totally with Pikey. different band. <laughs> it's got Phil on bass. What's
3: like um this is a fun fact. So um when Casey was on their hiatus um, their guitarist, I don't know which one, collaborated with the band that you've heard of, John. you know that band from Adelaide called December? Uh, yeah. Have you guys heard of December, Dave or Phil? No. My friend Kyle from Aga Panther I put him on his Instagram story like two months ago. They're a local Adelaide melodic hardcore band and I was blown away and they listen to them, they are incredible. They co-wrote their first single with the um, guitarist from Casey when he was on hiatus. Really? It sounds very Casey. Yeah, but I was just like, that's a weird collab. How did that happen? Um, yeah, speaking of collabs. Um, yeah, check out December. They are part of my radar. Are they still... December with no
4: vowels, like no,
1: no, no E's vowels. in there. Oh, yeah. Dicomber.
3: Dicomber. Dicomber. Hello, Dicomber.
1: Apparently, the scene in Adelaide, like there's so many good bands there, apparently, but not many of them get
3: out of Adelaide. No, um, I wonder why though. It's a beautiful city, and there's heaps happening, and there's good bands. Like heaps of good bands in Adelaide. Like why don't they get out of Adelaide? Is it because it's hard to get up the like, coast or something? Or? Oh, I, I think,
2: think it's maybe. like a ten hour drive to your next show, so you like you really have to really have to trek. It's like yeah, be in between.
1: Fuck, sorry. I'm looking up December on my Apple Music like
2: i can't find it i can't can't find it either
1: um i'll link it to you no thank you mate uh well that nearly brings us to the end of the pod i guess before we ask if you guys want to plug anything talk to us about your favorite hot sauce
3: (laughs) Jai, it's time to shine (laughs) oh it's such
4: a hard question to answer I'm gonna have to, have to give you three, I'll have to categorize the yeah, whole So, Well I
1: was about to say, like, so because I mean chili sauces, I'll have chili sauce for like different kinds of sauces for different kinds of food. I'll
4: go I'll go mild, medium,
1: hot. How's that? Yeah,
4: okay, here we go. So for a mild hot sauce, it have to be there's a there's a shop in Collingwood called Matt's Hot Shop and he has this uh, house made hot sauce called peachango tango. It's like a uh, peach and mango. Uh, it's yeah. not very spicy, but it's fucking delicious. Yeah. Incredibly good. I bought a bottle of it, lasted two days. It's gone. Ooh, that's good. For a medium, uh, there's a guy out in Warrenwood called Uncle Munger, and he has a sauce called the Mango Reaper, and it's absolutely mm. delicious. Also, um,
1: mango and just like any sweet stuff in hot sauce is like yeah.
4: elite. As you can tell, I'm a, I'm a sucker for a fruity hot sauce. That one's pretty hot. But my, fa- my, like my favourite hot sauce of all time, it's pretty fucking hot. It's called Dingo Psycho. It's from WA. Um, and they've developed their own chilli. It's called the Morstad Psycho. And it, it tastes like nothing else. It's so, so, so good. Um, highly recommend you grab a bottle of it if you're into what hot stuff. What do, you, what, do you, what do you eat it with? Absolutely everything. So Brittany, my partner, she finds taco seasoning to be hot. And I love spicy oh, food. Right. So everything that I make. I can't put any spice in it, so I just have to go to the hot sauce. Yeah,
2: right. That's fair. I
3: yeah, like Tabasco. Classic. You're so basic, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> I go to Jai's house, and he's got like literally like a whole fridge. Like, we, our band practices like barn me. And then Jai will get out like 20 hot sauces, and that's like nothing for him. And then I'm like, oh, this is a cool excursion. I'll try this, this, and this. And you go to my house, and I've got like yeah Tabasco and msg we've we both we both run MSG. How good's MSG? Oh, it's the fucking best man that's why the kernel's so good
4: oh, I found a I found a new guy on Instagram Ricky that does
3: uh good food I'll send it, I'll send it to you thank you Joe's been sending me how to make homemade kfc wow. <laughs> have you tried I uh, haven't yet it's been a bit of a busy week but it definitely it's on the list I tri- them, okay, the, whole, the, the
1: the beauty of kFC is it <laughs> I don't have to make it.
3: <laughs> yeah, we, we got KFC yesterday after we packed the records. Yeah, we fucked ourselves up on some KFC. So good, man. So good. I fucking love KFC. We can't do it with anyone else in the band because um, someone's vegan, someone's veggie. Oh, Vito would do it. Vito would fuck
4: with it. Yeah, Vito love loves KFC. KFC. He gets it every weekend. Yeah.
3: Oh, good. Yeah, it wasn't he coming to us? Every time, we yeah. out, every time Jai every time and I hang out after a gig, we just get KFC and go, home. It's the best. It's like we look at each other and we know. It's just the no. <laughs> it
0: just gives me a look. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Fuck yeah. Do, do you guys like like what's your guilty pleasure? Like takeaway?
1: KFC. Oh, yeah, probably it's probably gonna be KFC or a, or a double quarter pounder from Macca's, you know, either all both fine. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's all good. But what's your, what's your KFC order? I get a um, Zinger stacker box and then a large popcorn chicken for the drive home.
1: Fucking not bad.
3: I get a uh, Zinger
4: combo and then a couple of those um, little uh, Peter sliders Fuck, on the side. You know,
1: you know what, Joe? You, you and me, man—that's what I get. I get a fucking <laughs> Zinger box with a uh, pepper, pepper mayo slider. Elite.
4: <laughs> the sliders are so good.
1: Uh, underrated. Good size. Just fucking everything. I'm a stacker, What do you get, Dan? I'm a stacker box guy. Yeah, man. You guys fuck with the Wicked Wings, right? Like, it's what you get in the box.
3: Yeah, they've changed it now, though, man. They give you two bullshit tenders. Yeah. Oh, they they suck too, because they're
1: small.
4: Nah, you can you can swap them out, Ricky. It's you have got to get on the app, bro. You get the you get the secret menu.
3: I don't need the app, John.
4: They've got the most copped things <laughs> on the secret menu, man. You can they,
2: actually they've ask got them like a... window for Wicked Wings instead of your bones. Yeah. <laughs> I want the bones,
1: though. Didn't they do like a snack pack thing on the app?
2: Yeah, it's like secret menu. You can get a secret driver. menu. There's a popcorn chicken HSP or something.
1: Wait, how
4: do you get to the oh. secret menu? I'm on the app right you, now. You gotta slide down and then hold it for a, a little while, and then it'll pop up. So there's like a um, a stacker burger, but it's got the slider pita bread instead of a bun. Yeah. Looks looks unreal. I haven't had it yet
2: though.
1: Wait, where the fuck am I meant to drag down?
2: Just the whole screen.
1: Damn, all right. Well, Those fast
2: Maybe food
1: apps would be dangerous. <laughs> Anyways.
2: Is there anything you guys want to plug before we uh, say goodbye?
4: Uh, We've got some new music coming out soon-ish.
3: Very good. Yeah, doing some stuff <laughs> with the cool band that we like. Yeah, um, yeah. Probably... Keep an eye on our socials, second week of January. Um, mm. Yeah, we'll be doing a cool announcement. Um, involved with whatever that new music is, there's going to be some interstate shows and some stuff that will keep us busy for the definitely the first half of next year. So, um, yeah, we sort of used this, this year to sort of get our first EP out and sort of feel around and now we sort of know what we're doing. Um, yeah, we, we're planning a pretty big next year.
1: I say, I feel like you've just got, you've been busy. Like a gig the other week, gig next month, gig a month after, and then two, second week of Jan. Yeah. So it's
4: been like a gig a, a gig a month for like four months now. So I think we want to chill out a little bit. Yeah, Stop playing so many shows and then uh, do a bit of a run
3: yeah, a little that's... bit later on. Yep. Sounds sick. Um, yeah. We got some fun stuff planned. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely more music in the first half of, well, first quarter of next year, and then some more music after that. I would say later on.
4: We've got we've got too much music, and then like not enough time to release it.
3: Like, cause you have to yeah. space
4: that shit out. Like,
3: dude, we had two EPs written before the first one was finished. That's rough.
1: I don't know how you sit on that, like.
3: It's Ben, dude. He's just, like, the most talented person I've ever met. It's fucked. Like, it's actually fucked. He just, like, he'll send, like, a little demo. be like, hey, guys, just whip this together. And it's like, this is a banger, Ben. What do you mean you just whip this together? He's like, oh, yeah, I was just fucking around with this. Yeah, it's, yeah, that man amazes me. Um, so, yeah, we just got a lot of music we're sitting on, and we're just sort of just working out a good release schedule and how we're going to sort of, what's the best way and most beneficial way to sort of get that out there. So we're sort of doing this one that we've got ready to drop at the first couple of months of next year. And then after that, we're going to sort of work out what our plan of attack is to be you know, the most beneficial for us. Yeah.
4: And, uh, yeah, the Caution Thieves show, 23rd November, buy a ticket. Um, and then the, what we did on the weekend, Christmas show, 23rd of December, also buy a ticket.
3: Very good cause that one. The first one, Anti Vinyl Vinyl Club, supporting good the community that's made you know made a big mark for us, and obviously caution thieves. Uh, end of the split series, which would be signifying a gr- end of a great sort of way for the music community to come back together, uh, come together. Sorry, and then the, what we did on the weekend is a fundraiser for Beyond Blue. It's their fifth one, um, so excellent cause. Um, they've got a raffle in the day, at stay gold, and then some cool bands in the afternoon, including Clay J, which I hear are going to get sexy, according to Phil. Hundred percent.
2: And the uh the, the raffle's always beneficial. To, oh yeah. To Ricky, you're gonna hate this story. Oh Dude, no. On, Dave. Well, Dave,
1: what did you win in the raffle?
2: I won the in passing test. Oh nice. Fuck. Yeah, second ticket drawn out, like memorized yeah. what numbers I had and I was like, they're just gonna call me out. And yeah, was second called ticket called. Yeah. i did never nice. seen you
3: jump so high before, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> that is Yeah, nice. We were
4: talking to Pikey yesterday. He won the pizza for a the year pizza. at Ollie's. Two <laughs> years in a row.
3: In? Two years in a row. Every
1: day. He reckons he's not going to go for it this year, but I call bullshit. He's going to get
3: there
1: and be like, <laughs> give me fucking 50 tickets and what He that pizza said like.
3: that ticket was his own ticket as well. Yeah. He bought like 500 bucks worth and Jace was like, no. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll spend that much. Yeah. Loves helping charity. Yeah, it's he good to see good. him get a pizza win as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> and actually go through it and eat a pizza. Like he reckons he hasn't even really missed one week. Yeah, that's insane. So, he just walks in and he, and there's actually a challenge that he's gonna do. Um that you guys will see. Oh, yeah, as he told you about it? this one.
1: Is this the one where he has to uh ask him to help me?
3: Yeah. Come in with two casts and get a <laughs> there. Yeah. He's a funny man.
2: The um the best part about that story when I got the bloom test is they, they played that night at the charity show and we were sitting on the benches outside of Stay Gold and they came up and sat down there like and I think it was Ollie and Jono were like, Oh, what'd you win? I'm like, oh, I got this, D- do you know them kind of thing. We exactly <laughs> <one> of <them. laughs>
3: they
1: absolutely did not get the joke yeah. of it.
2: <laughs> they kind of nodded and were like, you can sit down if you want. And they're like, no, nah, we'll sit somewhere oh, else.
1: Oh, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I reckon, I've, I reckon like every second person who was a vinyl person there that night were like, Dave, how much you want for it? Yeah, <laughs> I'll trade you this. Jamie I'll from trade you Summit
2: back. offered me $700 for it straight off the bat. Wow. Like,
3: yeah. Um yep. That's fucking right cool, here, man. Hold like, on that forever.
2: Yeah, that's going to the grave with me, I reckon.
0: Very
3: good. Yeah, man. it's going to get very yep. hard to uh, uh, variant collect bloom very soon, I think. Yeah, fucking looking forward. Yeah, to so you've got one of the treasures. Hold on to it.
2: Yeah, for sure. I was like, yeah, even Cam from Some of Trouble, him and his friends call me the Bloom Test Press guy because that's all
3: they remember. <laughs> it's, it's that's a cool it's, name to have.
2: Yeah, it's wacky. Oh,
1: but at least he knew who you were. Yeah, like he's like, "Mate, yeah. hey, I swear I've talked to you every time I see you at a show." Yeah. He's like, "You're that Philip guy. I've spoken to you <laughs> online." And I'm like, "Yes, it's fucking me. You say hello to me every time. Like, you don't know me." But
3: yeah, he's a great dude.
1: Yeah, good dudes. Sweet. Well, thanks for coming on, boys. Dry, we'll have to have you back for your own mixtape. Don't you worry
2: about
3: that. Yes. Hot sauce edition.
2: If you want 20 songs, we'll pay 30 seconds of each clip (laughs) of each song (laughs) for you.
4: No, I've got 10. I've narrowed it down.
2: (laughs) Keen as. Awesome.
3: Can can I have one request before we finish, sir?
2: Yeah.
3: I'm giving you a challenge. You guys have to do like a cool entrance for your 50th show. This is the recording now for it. What are you going to do? Are you going to make it a little...
0: Do, 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 we do, up, we, yeah, we you can play
3: that. it over this. I just, I'll, you can just recall me doing this. Do,
0: do, 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 Dave
2: and Phil, 50 shows. Yeah, go do on. Give it, give, it, give
1: it some punch and we'll, we'll clip it in.
0: <laughs> do, 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 do,
2: Dave and Phil, 50 shows. <laughs> I reckon we needed a
0: wrestling
3: go, We'll have to talk about it. just run through the 50th game banner.
1: Congratulations, no, Dave, you did. you guys. need to clip that up and, and chop that
3: in. It's going <laughs> in for sure. <laughs> At the very start. Very hey, seriously, second. congratulations, guys. Like, it's a huge thing to, like, go through with this and make a podcast for starters. Like, a lot of people generally will say, I'm going to make a podcast, and they don't fucking do it. You guys would only do it in different states, but you've committed to that 50 times and you've interviewed a cool fucking bunch of bands. You've had Jeremy from fucking Touche on here. You mm-hmm. guys are doing some cool stuff. So honestly, guys, like it's been an honor to come on here the second time and to be a part of your 50th show. Like huge ups to you guys. You're doing a lot for the community and I really appreciate it.
2: Thanks for your appreciate, I appreciate you,
3: boys. You. And it's your 50th
2: show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you boys later. All right. Thank you. Right, guys. Thank you. See you. Cheers. Yeah.
2: And there we have it. Thanks, Ricky and Jai. That was uh, that was awesome.
1: Also, always a pleasure talking to those fellas. Um, it's still crazy how just like we met those boys through the pod and through music. And it's just uh, been an absolute pleasure talking to them. I really like having people on our shit talking episodes. Mm, me too. Not that I don't love the interview stuff, but that's just, just that's the first time we've really had you know, a band on or people from a band on to do kind of that kind of stuff. And yeah, it was fun.
2: Yeah. A bit of loose combo, a little bit of banter, a little bit of everything. So yeah, love it.
1: Um, obviously the boys plugged it, but don't forget to stream their latest EP, uh, well, their first EP, the Comfort in the gray, um, on all platforms. Uh, if you're going to listen to it on Spotify, rack up those listens so the boys can, uh, <laughs> get some lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they've got the show obviously with Caution Thieves coming up, um, go check out them. Obviously Nick Simmer from Caution Thieves, a big help to the starting this pod. So go and support him, um, as well as the fellas. And obviously the, what we did on the weekend charity show, uh, we'll be there, right?
2: Yeah. I'm going to try my best to get there.
1: Well, I'll be there. Dave, hopefully it's going to be silly season. I'm going to be, uh, jolly responsible. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah.
2: Well, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, please don't forget to follow, subscribe and leave a rating and review on Spotify and Apple podcasts helps the show a lot. And you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at press.com.pod on both platforms.
1: We have also launched the press conference society, Facebook group. Uh, Dave doesn't know this, but I'm close to starting to post a bit in there just for end of year stuff, getting that convo going. Um, so yeah, go and join that if you want to get around some of that convo with end-of-year stuff, um, as well as any future mail and some episodes uh, when we do post. Um, we've got actually some really exciting stuff planned over the next few months, so uh, big things coming. Go and check that out. Um, and as always, we love the feedback and the conversations generated by these topics, so let us know what you think about the Um uh, Let us know if you were at the Saving Face Show. Uh, let us know what you want to hear about, because we're running out of some ideas, so... <laughs> Help us out. <laughs> but no, um, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for the 50 episodes. If you've been here from day one, if you haven't, um, we just appreciate all of it. So thank you.
2: Yeah, thank you.
1: We'll see you soon. See you next week. Actually, spicy one next week too. But yeah, we'll talk to them next week. Yep. Bye. Bye. <laughs>